Welcome to the old school meeting of Overeaters Anonymous, which features speakers with long-term abstinence. This meeting was born online, and it's going to stay that way. That means you can attend live on Tuesday evenings at 6.30 Pacific if you'd like to. Go to the Los Angeles Intergroup's webpage at oalaig.org for login information. And now, our speaker. And so I'm ready to go. Hi, everyone. I'm Perfect, Laura. girlfriend. I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, I was, uh, my top weight was 198 pounds. And um, I kept on going. Um, I was 12-stepped uh, two times um, and just said, no, I didn't want that. There was the word God in it. Um, I didn't need it. I was going to be fine. My next diet was going to do the job. Then I moved into a new neighborhood and there was an 18 year old girl that lived there and she was relentless. She 12 sent me just about every day. She was 18 and she'd lost, uh, and she'd lost a hundred pounds already and she still had some more weight to lose. Now that should have been something that would have registered in my head, but it didn't. But anyway, I finally went and I went to my first meeting February 28, 1977. And I sat in the back of the room and had my arms crossed in front of me and just dared anybody to come see me. And um, they didn't. But what was going up in the front of the room was a newcomer meeting. And what I did hear is that it's a disease, not a moral issue. And that's something that kind of that that rung true to me um, and. uh and relieved me some, but I was still sitting in the back of the room with my arms closed and um, went out to coffee afterwards with a group of people. And then and then fast forward about a couple more weeks and I was at a um, having coffee with somebody uh, with a group of people. And there just happened to be this poor man that was sitting next to me. But I looked at him and I said, you know, you talk about all this stuff, but I don't have any character defects and I don't have to make an amends to anybody. There's a lot of people that need to make amends to me. Now, I was being honest. That's what my brain honestly thought back in that day. And um, he said he looked kind of just looked me up and down and he says, what's your name? And I says, Barbara. And he says, Barbara, just keep coming back. And I did. Thank God I did. Um, um, gray sheet was the, one of the food plans that they had back then. And that's what I started on. And, um, I stayed on that till I lost all the weight. And then, uh, a few years later, and, and I lost about four, I lost eight pounds the first month, but I lost four pounds every month. So it wasn't, so it was a while and I had a while to be able to change in seeing how my body was changing. Um, let's see. Okay, and I am 80 now, so if there are moments of silence, that's because I lost my train of thought. But um, So, uh, well, I said all these things about not having the character defects, and he just smiled at me and told me to keep coming back, and I did. And I um, got, uh, I had a sponsor who was an absolutely wonderful sponsor, but then somebody came to a meeting and was talking about a higher power and a relationship with a higher power. And so um, I asked them to, uh, you know, to uh, tell me more. And so what I had to do 
And if anybody is having a problem with a higher power, defining one or knowing what one is or whatever, um, I had to do this for 14 days in a row and I had to read We Agnostics. And every day I had to call in and say what I got out of it. And um, what I got out of it was that, hey, um, I'm not alone. I, I have a higher power. And um, my higher power, I call HP. Um, but now fast forwarding to many, many years later, clo much closer to this time now, maybe 10 years ago, um, I came up with the idea, I came to that the, there, there was no way I could have done what I'd done all those years on my own. There had to be a power greater than myself. And I totally and completely accepted that. And then one night I had a dream. And in the dream, I was scuba diving and, um, and just swimming along. And I swam past this very, very large armed lobster. And um, he, he really didn't care about me. I just went swam right past him. And then years later, um, the thought came to me that my higher power was a large set of loving arms. And that's what I've lived with for all these years now is this large set of arms. And I can run into them kicking and screaming, or I can be sitting in my director's chair and directing the whole world. And then the thought comes, hmm, maybe you better check out with your higher power. And so I've done that. Um, I've, I've done... Um, oh, I cleaned bathrooms back in the day. We had coffee. I made coffee. I led newcomer meetings for, for years. Uh, I had one stint with the inner group being an inner group chair. And um, I totally support the inner group, but I, I, I did not have the um, composure, I guess, to say to be an intergroup chair. And so I was much happier for other people to do it. I would support them, but I'd be much happier. Um, I, um, maybe eight, nine years in the program, a thing came out called moderate kneeling. And so I did that and I've been doing that ever since then. Um, and then maybe, <clears throat> maybe 10, 15 years ago, the thought came to me, that, you know, maybe I could eat X again. I don't seem to have a real compulsion about it anymore. So I talked to my sponsor about it and I wrote about it and, and we decided, okay, you'll try it in a limited, uh, a limited uh, basis and uh, try it once and see what happens and nothing happened. And so that one, that food came back into my food plan. And then about three other things did. And then one time, um, I was with my sponsor at a movie, and she was eating a confection that they have there, um, uh, a product that they sell in little bags. And um, and she brought her apple and her string cheese, and she had that. And I go, hmm, I can do that. I'll check it out with her. And so I did some thinking about it. And then my mind went back to that that would be okay, but I would want the large bag, not the small little one. So I didn't, uh, 
um, um, thank God I, I didn't do it and I haven't done it and, and, and I won't do it. Um, lots of times people wonder, well, well, all those things that were your binge foods that you love so much, do you miss them? And no, I don't. And I don't know why. I have absolutely no idea why. And one other thing with the food that I want to say is there were four ounces of this protein and four ounces of that protein and four ounces of this one. And then there was two pieces of chicken. And I don't know if any of you came from Gray Sheet. Well, I chose the two pieces of chicken and the two pieces. Of, and, and I've talked to many people that have been in programming as long as I have or longer. And they took the two pieces of chicken, too. But it wasn't the leg or the wing. It was the breast. And uh, so it just said two pieces of chicken. And so that's what I did. So anyway, that's just telling. I mean, that's who I am. I'm not perfect. And uh, I'm nothing. And I'm not special. But reading We Agnostics 14 years in a row said, who am I to say there is no higher power? Um, I have one story to tell. On It's on me, my uh, husband. Uh, one night, I guess I wasn't in a very good mood. And he said very nicely, he says, don't you have a meeting to go to? And I said, no, not tonight. And he says, oh. <laughs> so I thought, oh, no, wait a minute. There's one up in Fletcher Hills. So I'll go try that. And I went there and there was no meeting in Fletcher Hills. And so I was kind of ticked about that. But right across from where that building was, was a church that I went to when I was a kid. And the lights were on. So I went into the church and, and I sat down and um, I sat down and there was somebody up on the altar talking. And um, and he basically said, if you close the blinds, you'll lose the sunlight of the higher of God. And so I know that I do that when I get back into I can hand, I get back in my director's chair and know how everything should be going. I've closed the blinds to my higher power. And so that's a visual that I have. And I just kind of just twist and uh, open the blinds when I'm having an issue with that. That helps anybody. That's something that has certainly helped me. Um, I'm 80 now. And um, that's a challenge because I am having some difficulties at times with well, okay, I have to have a calendar and I have to check that calendar daily. I didn't used to have to do that. I had to do that all the time. And I can also start out on a conversation and get ready for the punchline and it's gone. It's totally gone until maybe I call you back next week and give it to you. Um, I want to um, talk a little bit about resentments because I had a lot and they were very justified in my mind. And there's all kinds of different ways to do to do a four step on your resentments. And, and any of those ways can work. But there's one thing that's in the big book that helps me immensely is I can go through all of these things and, and, um, and say all of, all of the things that they did. They lied to me. They stole money from me. They did this or they did that. And, um, but in the big book, it talks about a realization and the realization is, have I ever lied to them or anybody? Have I ever stole anything? Um, and on and on and on. 
And I found out, yes, I've stole something. And yes, I've lied to people. And yes, I've made fun of people. Um, and so I have done all those things. And what that does for me is it evens the playing field. They were wrong. I was wrong. And that's an immense pressure off of me, off of my mind, off of my negative thinking. And there's one, one time, um, oh, year, uh, a lot of years ago, I uh, went to a retreat and Dottie Shore was speaking. Dottie Shore is from Alcoholics Anonymous, and she talks about resentments. And she went through all of the different things that, uh, that I've done and, and some of the things that I've said here and met. And I'm sure many of the things that you've done and working with resentments. And she says, if you can't get rid of it, she says, bless the son of a bitch. And she and that works, too. So I don't know if anybody wants to use that one. That's um, I've done that, too. Um, I'm not sure. How am I on timing? Hi, you have to, uh, well, you wanted 15 minutes, but you, you, you have 18. You can take three more. You have two, two minutes and 36 of the 15. Okay. Anything in particular, anybody would want me to talk to direct in my program? Okay. Um, what I do today. Oh, and the reason I had the dream about the lobster is because I was a scuba diver. Um, I would never have gotten into a scuba outfit at 198 pounds, but I was able to do that at 120. I've done scuba diving. I've uh, been on in hiking groups. I uh, and I would never have done that because I wouldn't have been able to walk all that. Um, and now what I'm into. Oh, I do need to talk about my husband. I had a, an incredibly wonderful husband. And he passed um, about a month before COVID. And so I am um, doing things, a lot more things than I used to do, just so I keep myself busy. So I'm dancing a lot now. And I absolutely love dancing, swing dancing. And I'm trying to learn country western line dancing. And I'm always turning the wrong way and facing the person instead of being with the rest of them. But anyway, I'm still having fun. Um, I, would I wouldn't be here. I would never have been here if it wasn't for Overeaters Anonymous and for that 16-year-old girl that tricked me into coming here and all the people that just said, oh, you know, she'll be okay. <laughs> she'll come around. She'll come around. And I did come around, and I'm so glad that I did. And I'm so grateful for Overeaters Anonymous. And with that, I will um, pass and go on with the rest of the meeting. <laughs>